Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name is... Why are you not talking to me? I, I'm sick of this, Ali. Like, you're always fucking doing this, and I keep telling you about it, Ooh, and ma. you don't fucking listen. You know, every fucking time, it's either this week, it fucking, how many guys? Ennis, uh, uh, Joe Hendry. It was a work um, thing. Ken, I, oh, it's always a work thing with you. It's always a fucking work thing with you. It's a work uh, thing. Um, fucking Dean on Twitter? Dean. Dean. Seriously? What? Dean. He's my friend. Oh, Dean's your friend now suddenly after all this time, right? Yeah. After all this time now, Dean's your friend. Fuck that guy. And and David J. McCutcheon, I, I always knew it. The man's a legend. Knew. He's got this a heart is, condition. I'm just being is, nice to him. No. And then you on the Pot of Thunder, it's like, hey, why don't we do one with Finley Martin? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a good excuse to get Finley Martin on. Well, he's got credibility. It's always, we need credibility. Oh, it's, Dude, no, no, you know what? Fuck you. It's always credibility or it's some fucking excuse where he's your friend no, or no. you know him. He's a legend. It's not, you you'd know, started another bullshit. podcast with a girl. Uh, oh, okay. It's a girl. It's a girl. It's not another guy. It's a yeah, girl. It's a girl. How yeah. do you think I feel when you yeah. start another podcast without me? It's not even about wrestling. It's, it's, a, or, a are you going to do a podcast like Jimmy Baxter or something? How do you think that makes me feel? Makes me feel uh, so listen, small. Listen, Jimmy Baxter was a one time thing a long time ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't stop. Don't think stop I forgive going you for that. Past. Don't think I forgive you for that. Oh, you, oh, yes. Of course you didn't because this, it always comes up. It's, it's always that time of the month where Ollie's like, let me oh. rehash old things. Stop gaslighting me. I'm sick of it. Go, oh, just because you learned a new fucking word doesn't mean that you have to uh, use it in every what? sentence. Just, let's just put 30 minutes on the clock. Fuck, fuck you. Put, I, that's my line. Don't say yeah, it. Fucking I, say I, it I'm gonna put, I'm, Do your no, job. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put 30 minutes yeah, on that clock. Then. Yeah. Oh, tick yeah. tock. Oh. Tick cock. Yeah, tick cock. You're, you're a cock. Yeah, you're a thick cock. TikTok boys. Dude, SummerSlam was fucking awesome. Oh my god, I can't believe I SummerSlam. Fucking... Brock Lesnar had a I tractor, fucking... dude. dude. This is fucking mental. Triple H is here in full 
fucking swing. Did you see just before we started recording, uh, Sean Ross yeah. put out that this episode of Raw is going to be a statement edition of Monday Night Raw? Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude. It makes me a little tickly. I thought you were going to talk about the Billy Body. What's his name? Billy Bihari? Bahari? Uh, I'd rather not give that, that, give that man any airtime. Good God. What is wrong with that guy? I I've, I've only seen like specs of him on the internet. And I, everything I've seen is like bad. I don't know this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's, he's but, not, a, not a nice person. Yeah. So, uh, man, SummerSlam, you know, we were talking about it before SummerSlam and we're like, Triple H is going to come in slowly and make some changes. Dude, he's, he's here. He's fucking wow. here. What a show, man. I know we said before in the preview um, that it was going to be like an, a 7 or an 8. It was going to be quite good. Fuck me, man. I, I love no. that pay-per-view. That pay-per-view was so good. If if you break it down, there are some, some issues. However, when you the way they paced it, it makes you feel like the show was a fucking A-star show. Like, I am so upset that I didn't travel for the SummerSlam. Because yeah. before COVID, I was going for every one of them. And, and then now I'm not. So... It's just like, oh, can I we talk, KJ? Can we talk about how yeah. fucking amazing Michael Cole was on commentary? <laughs> fucking hell. Michael Cole is so good at commentating. Dude, do you think Triple H is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show them what they're missing? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember when, I remember, little side quest. I remember when me and Kenny went to the first ever uh, WWE UK Championship tournament thing in Blackpool, right? And it was yeah. uh, Michael Cole and uh, Nigel McGuinness who were commentating. And where the, yeah. it's a really small room, right? But they, so they welcomed the, when the show started, they welcomed everyone at ringside and they needed to bolt upstairs to where their commentary desk was. But me and Kenny mm. were like third row and we, we were standing, like looking at Michael Cole and Michael Cole was standing and his like body language was really, loose and stuff and as soon as the pay-per-view came on air he stood up tall and he just went fucking right into it like an absolute pro like just so good and then as soon as that camera went down he put down he bolted up and i was like this guy does not get the credit that he deserves he is so good Mm -hmm. and everyone's like oh fuck michael cole he's shit he's shit no he's great he was just produced really really badly yeah i I, do you remember i can't remember where this was i i feel it like it might have been on uh, a, a, one of those special podcasts that were requested uh, on Patreon. And it was Kenny and I, if I remember correctly. Or, or it may have been with you, but someone had asked me a question. Uh, it was one of the fan questions. And someone was like, who would you like to to meet or have a have a chat with uh, in, in WWE? And I, and I said Michael Cole, because that guy's been there for so long. You don't hear of any interviews. You don't yeah, hear we, of anything. We, we actually tried to get him for Inside the Roots magazine, but uh, we couldn't. Oh, he's he's. It's okay. He's they gave us Paul. They gave us Paul Heyman, so not not that bad. Oh, that's <laughs> not that bad at all. Um, but Michael Cole is like after that guy. They retires, were saying WWE fans. He was shouting at the wrestlers. He was had a personality. They. Corey was really good as well. It was like old Corey Graves. It was like NXT Corey Graves. He had a personality. It was tremendous. They weren't saying buzzwords. They were talking like actual humans, KJ. And it made the show... (laughs) I don't talk about the live experience. I wasn't there. But it made watching the show so much better. It improved it by like 100%. Because you actually felt like you were listening to human beings. And not to like programmed buzzword robots being shouted at by a 73, 74-year-old uh, sex offender. 
<laughs> I I I thought the show start to finish was such a solid show and and it's rare to see like the the opening match and the whole like ensemble at the end of the match and everything all that that happened Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest? I wasn't that excited for Bianca and Becky because I feel like I've seen I, I was like thinking it's not going to be better than WrestleMania. I, I wasn't that into that match. But the last 10 minutes of that entire thing with Bailey coming out and all that stuff, that yeah. raised it up, man. I think I, oh, yeah. I think that was my most enjoyable part other than the main event, to be fair. I, I feel like um, the match was not anywhere close to their WrestleMania match. Did um, you see Becky's shoulder? I, yes. Oh, God. It was... Oh. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, it was not not good. God bless her. She's fucking. She's a warrior. Um, but I I feel like the the match was very clunky. I felt like there were a lot of botches. Um, it it was not not as good as the WrestleMania match, unfortunately. But the the stuff after the match with Becky turning babyface, and I saw a report that said that Vince McMahon had no plans of turning Becky Lynch a babyface, and and I think it's the right way to go. And and <laughs> apparently the whole uh, Bailey uh, teaming up with Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Now she's called EO Sky. Um, that's also like a whole part of the the like Vince McMahon reje- rejection party. So they, <laughs> they 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 were apparently rejected. But now Triple H is in. He's like fucking hired Dakota Kai. Who I know you don't find her hot, but my God, she looks so hot. I, Come on, I, you gotta admit. Yeah, she looked hot, but yeah, she's not my she, type at all. But, I know, yeah. but she looks so hot. Eo looked great um, too. Eo looked very nice. Uh, they all look great. They how all many, look great, and I how like. How many this pockets team. did Bailey need? She stole every pocket. From I don't think like, I've. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that many pockets in my life. What do you put in those pockets? I've got something my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach out in and give it a squeeze? And it's another pocket. <laughs> Um, it was uh, more pockets than Batman's utility belt, uh, KJ. Oh yeah, <laughs> coming from me, you know that's true. Uh, but uh, I I feel like the the start of the show really showed you what we were in store for, and you know I I love the line of Corey Graves as well, where he goes like, "She's not even signed to a WWE contract." I was like, "Yeah, yes, yes, say it louder, Corey, say it louder." Um. So yeah, I, I I thought it was fucking fantastic. The match not so good, but I think everything, the fallout and everything was great. Logan Paul, man, this fucking guy, hell. what is this guy is just made for this? And and yeah. he he tweeted that out as well. He was like, I think I found my calling. I like, was oh. so impressed by Logan Paul. He was so mm-hmm. good. He was tremendous. He looked like a star. He wrestled like a star. His body language was like everything about him was a star. Star performance. The only, and he had only thing. What that he was facing the Miz, and the Miz isn't that great at wrestling. No, 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 no. Uh, he he needs to turn heel because the the reaction from the crowd is a bit yeah awkward. Yeah, but sorry, go on. Um, Champa and Maurice and the Miz's ring attire was so good. <laughs> Someone said in a tweet that uh, that was me, Kenny, and Jen going out to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it was a bit jarring seeing Champa dress 
Like the Miz, that was weird because it doesn't fit in with the, well, here's the character a, here's, from here's a NXT. Question. Here's a question. So Champa has been put with the Miz, right? Does uh-huh. Triple H keep Champa with the Miz, or does Champa? Because the Judgment Day need a new member, right? If they're going to feud with Edge, they need a third guy so they can have six man yeah. tags, right? They're going to feud with Edge and the Mysterios. Is Champa the guy that goes to the Judgment Day? Is that something Triple H would do? Because I think he would it fit would perfectly. Make... He can talk. He's got the look. Imagine when all the darkness stuff, all his heel stuff in NXT was pretty dark as well. And he, he looks yeah. like a badass and he can talk, which that's what you need to be in the Judgment Day. Yeah, he would fit really well. Does he go though? I don't know. I feel like I feel like Triple H has his like... Triple H is, is set in... in so the Judgment Day thing is there, but I feel like if you remove him from... The Miz, I feel like he's gonna do the whole Miz thing for a while, and then yeah, turn. You put, you put anyone with the Miz, and the Miz gets them over. Every one of his sidekicks has got so popular. That's the Miz's secret power is getting someone over. You look at Damian Sandow. Yeah. You look at the B team. Even like he got them over. Yeah, he's what he can just get. He just gets gets people, and he just makes them stars. So maybe, maybe Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's yeah. that's the Miz's secret power. So maybe Champa stays with Miz, but I just think. I'm thinking in my head that Judgment Day need a new, or they need a new member. I don't think it's going to be Dominic Mysterio. I think he'll stay with his dad and Edge. I think that's a solid union, but I just feel that they need someone, and I, I can't think of anyone on the roster on the main roster right now who would fit as well as Champa. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if Dominic Mysterio went to the Judgment Day. Would Edge and Ray be able to get someone? And I feel like the story would be good because you can you can imagine the six man tag and then you know Ray is in the ring against Dominic and he's struggling to to attack him. You know he can't he can't hit his son and his son slaps him or something like that would get heat on Dominic. I think that would be really good for Dominic. I want but... to see I want to see Ray Mysterio and Dominic break up. They've been teasing it for years, but I think they should do it around WrestleMania time so they can get a WrestleMania match. Um. Yes, but also, is Dominic good enough to wrestle Ray Mysterio one on one? Well, he's got also seven months. Also, character wise, get ready for that. <laughs> also, character wise, he's gonna have to fucking work on promos and stuff. And can well, he? How better to learn know. from promos than Beck Edge? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a lot to. Anyway, that to... this was a, a long side quest. We've only got thirty minutes. Um, let's talk yeah. more about SummerSlam. What else? What else took your fancy? Uh, we then had Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory that ran quickly. So I was like, okay, Theory's gonna come in and cash in later. Um, and then as we were talking about the Mysterios and stuff, Edge made his big return. How did uh, you feel about I, it? I, uh, I unfortunately got a spoiler, so I knew he was coming out. I felt like the the run to the ring was a bit clunky. I don't know why. I, <laughs> that rampway think... was so long, dude. It was so awkward. It reminded me because... of when when I was when I was late, met, almost missed my flight after the Chris Jericho tour and I had to run to the gate. That's what that, <laughs> that's what rampway was like. Because <laughs> because you see Edge run all the way down and then he has to slow down around the bend. So he slows down <laughs> and then he picks up again. But then he's in that awkward phase of like I gotta pick up speed again, but. My body can't do this as well as it used to. And then, but then as soon as he's in the ring and hitting those ropes, those spears 
just flow so well. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Michael Jackson jacket. Uh, <laughs> I just felt it was a bit weird. I don't I, know why. I think his he new hairdo went with not his initial hairdo. I didn't like it, but his new hairdo I like. It's weird for me to see Edge wrestle with that long hair. It's he looks, really weird. He looks so much younger. He does. His yeah. face looks fuller. Yeah. His face he, definitely he looks look, fuller. He looks way younger, yeah. That, that was a problem for I'm, me. He was looking really haggard when he had the long hair. Yeah. It's going to take me some time to get used to short hair edge wrestling. I, I need to see. Plus, I, I I need him to be a good heel again. I, I That's my favorite edge. It's it's. Let's see. Let's see what, what he does. Um, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin was also kind of... It was all right. I, I have felt so like many issues it... with this. Okay, go on. What the fuck was that song? Yeah, uh, I feel like they they only want to spend money at WrestleMania. They're you, like, uh, nah. your company is worth four billion. You make a billion dollars, over a billion dollars a year in TV rights. You can't pay to license the white stripes for like two pay per views a year. You have to like. The money that you spent producing that shit rip-off song that no one likes, it's crap. Like, that was like, yeah. you'd have got white stripes from that pay-per-view. Pat McAfee's not going to probably wrestle again to, like, Royal Rumble. Then just get it again at the Royal Rumble. It totally... He was so flat when he came out and he's trying to, like, get it over and stuff and you're going, this is shit. And that choir mm. was funny, right? But it was funny yeah. and then I was expecting, oh, this is great. The white stripes is going to come on. The roof's going to go off like it did at WrestleMania and it didn't. And it just, it was just so underwhelming. I just, I didn't like it. And yeah. then in the match, McAfee looked so, it was like a step off in everything he tried to do. He, he wasn't as smooth as he, he was at WrestleMania. He wasn't as smooth as he was when he fought Adam Cole. It was weird. And it made Logan Paul look like Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Uh, I feel like, I feel like there may have been some humidity or something because this wasn't yeah, yeah. the only fumble Ken, we saw. Kenny said that it was roasting. He said it was so humid. Okay, so that makes sense because, uh, you know, McAfee had a slip up later on in the night. Brock Lesnar has a slip up. And there are a few slips here and there. So it makes sense as to, you know, what was going on with the humidity. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, so overall, what did you make of the match? It was fine. I mean, you can't really expect too much from a Baron Corbin match. Um for a Baron Corbin match, it was good. I think my gripes with the McAfee match, McAfee's charisma carried it though because he's so charismatic. Right. The guy, the guy's, he just uh, if he was making toast, it would be exciting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoy Pat McAfee in in almost every facet. So seeing him in this match, yeah, it may have not been the best, but uh, you know, it it was it was good to see Pat McAfee. Just you know, uh, I love the the hashtag bumass Corbin on his on yeah. his clothes though. That was really cool. Uh, we then had the Usos versus the Street Profits, and uh, this match also was not as good as the the Money in the Bank match, but it was it was all right. It was a solid match um, with with the Usos getting the win. So your prediction came true, Ollie, and and you're right. The Usos did uh, retain the titles, and uh, we saw this this face of like. You know, deep in thought for for Montez Ford. Do you think he turns on Raw? Um, I think they'll build it, build the turn a bit a bit longer. Um, I was so impressed by Montez Ford in this match, though. I can, I never really 
thought about it until we had that conversation on the preview show. But I think him being a single star, he'd be tremendous. Yeah. Like rock yeah. levels, like rock levels. He's another guy who's like super charismatic. He's great in the ring. He looks great. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Um, he definitely, but I, but I definitely don't, I don't, I do think they will split, but I don't think it's going to be as quick as Raw. Okay. Um, I hope, I hope you're wrong because I'd like to see Montez Ford because like what's left for the Street Profits, right? Like uh, they've, they've wrestled for the tag team titles a few times, lost. I think they, they should do it now and push Montez Ford to the fucking moon because this guy, he's just oozing with talent oozing um and he used to stop the goofy thing because yeah that that's just no uh ronda rousey finally fucking turned heel ollie thank god <laughs> yes hallelujah if you have a hallelujah button please fucking hit it because my god that was so so necessary you, have, you should have told uh, me i would have had one ready I mean, yeah, I should have, I should have, I didn't think of it. But I, I thought the finish with Liv was uh, intelligent because <laughs> I was watching it with uh, with G and my buddy Anushka, and they both were like, "What the fuck happened?" And I was like, "The referee counted counted Ronda's shoulders." He's like, "Yeah, but but Liv tapped." It's like, "Yeah, but the referee calls what he sees, so he saw the shoulders." They're like, no, no, no. So it accomplished exactly what it was supposed to, where people were like. No, but she tapped, and and but why did he count her shoulders? And it's like so it got the conversation going. It was great, fucking loved it. Love that Ronda's a heel now. She's attacked the referee, so she's obviously going to be suspended, and and she's going to go away for a bit. I feel right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good, clever finish because they didn't want to make Ronda look weak by losing by a pinfall, and they didn't want to make it so that Liv Morgan because they don't I don't think they've got a lot of stock in Liv Morgan they're booking her as like the the miracle kid type thing as they always book a baby face it's like the Daniel Bryan thing we have to book a baby face as an underdog even though they're not yeah Yeah. Um, so uh, what do you think Uh, Ronda Rousey heel is that is that the better way to go forward she couldn't get any more dull so hopefully (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh i feel like if it was a right turn now if she is suspended she's gone until survivor series or royal rumble who knows what do you think i, I don't i don't have an opinion on this <laughs> okay well you don't care at I all care, uh care. then <laughs> let's move forward <laughs> to the main event oh it here we go Brock i care about this <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns uh for the WWE undisputed universal heavyweight wrestling championship. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um and Roman Reigns came out first and I was like, "Are you serious? Why is Roman coming out first? That doesn't make sense cuz as a champion, Roman Reigns should come out second. Uh it made sense later when Brock Lesnar drives a fucking tractor and also, I gotta, I gotta commend Brock Lesnar on his tractor driving skills. Yeah, he did not fumble one time. I bet that guy's a I proper bet, farmer. Right? I bet he has that exact tractor on his farm. So, because he was a no. pro, he was a pro at using it. That's he drove that tractor to from, Nashville from Canada, that, from Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his fucking tractor. Yeah, 
And he's just like on the road on the highway with the fucking like the, the bucket just tossing cars that are in front of him. Yeah, he's like, him. fuck this traffic jam. He's just German <laughs> suplexing cars with his tractor. <laughs> Suplex city. Literally. <laughs> um... Uh, I was thinking of like a Honda City joke in there somewhere. Um, there was a, the, the camera, uh, the camera work though on Roman's entrance. Like you didn't see the tractor at all. I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, when and then when he goes there and he fucking like gets into the tractor, I was like, oh fuck. I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. He's gonna stand there. And literally when the match was starting, when he's standing on top of the bucket, um, and I don't know if you saw this. Do you see the microphone flick? Yes. A, a that thing, was a thing of beauty, KJ. I I I was slightly hard. That was so smooth. Brilliant. Like when he threw it and Roman just it was like he extended his hand, caught it, and and closed his hand back up. It was just like, oh my god, that was so perfect. And then he does the <laughs> wink. I was like, you're so cool, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You are so fucking cool. Uh, remember how much we used to make fun of Roman Reigns back in the day, yeah. and now. He's like oozing. Everything's just falling into place for this guy. Yeah, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Brock Lesnar when he was standing there, and my friend Anushka was like, "Dude, there's uh, what if he jumps? Imagine he jumps, and then G goes like, no fucking way.' And then I see him take the hat off, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna fucking jump!" Because as as like an old term, uh, old time wrestling fan, you know. There's certain cues that you know something's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And when Brock held the hat, I was like, he's gonna fucking jump. <laughs> I kept my mouth shut, and as soon as he jumped, we all erupted out of the couch. We we're like, oh my god! Yes. What the fuck? Yes. We it was it was fucking mental. We went back and bought we watched that whole thing, and then we you know, as the match fucking unfolded and the Usos come out, and then Austin Theory comes out to cash in, and then he gets beaten up. He and flipped then, the fucking and, ring, KG. And oh, sorry, the ring flip was before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that absolute in terms carnage. of visuals, absolute carnage. We it, said we would need like a meteor to hit the arena or the stadium. Oh, and that oh was it. Was almost like the aftermath of a meteor crashing. Yeah, Paul Heyman <laughs> took a fucking F five through a table. Paul Heyman. <laughs> No, it wasn't Christian Bale in a fat costume. It was actually Paul Heyman. <laughs> Not Christian Bale. What's his name? Who? What? Oh, oh, the actor is uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that was so fucking cool. It was so fucking cool. I Everything about this show... That the fucking ring, and then Brock Lesnar got into the ring later to take us like a fucking picture. Yeah, where with the ring, elev- man, it's just uh, that visual alone is so fucking badass. And then even at the end of the match, when everything was just falling into place, with Michael Cole screaming, "Count into faster! His head, count his faster! Head, count faster! What does it take to keep this guy down?" And yeah. just everything was fucking amazing. This whole show, fucking, it's an A. It's an A show. Yeah. It's an A show. It was I, I know, I know we've criticized a few things here and there, but, bro, that show was just fucking great. Such a good show. Yeah. Um, I, I, 
I, I, I don't know what's going to happen on Raw, but whatever the fuck is going to happen, I am so excited. My juices are titillated, Ollie. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the God honest truth. Um, how long have we got <sighs> left? Uh, we've got about five minutes left, Ollie. And have I think you that's, watched, that's more you... than enough time to yeah. talk about yeah. the death of yeah. Ric Flair. Uh, did you watch um, it? R.I.P. Ric Flair. Uh, he's in the ground now. I, I don't know how to do the cross thing, Ollie, with my chest, but um, yeah, yeah, I saw it, and I I don't know how you saw it. <laughs> you saw it live, too. I, you I had to watch it. everything building up. I saw it on stream <laughs> on the Twitch. If everyone I mean, wants to see my reactions for the Ric Flair, uh, please do. Match, go to the Inside Ropes Twitch channel and you can watch that back on VOD. It's so funny. <laughs> like I love how annoyed you get at Innes throughout the thing because you don't know half the guys that are coming out. You're just like, who's this guy? Okay, what does he do? Okay, what's <laughs> what, what's his name? Uh, ta- uh, Takash. Ta- no, fucking what's what's the guy's name? Takasha. Ta- the thing fucking, is, whatever his the name. thing is about Innes. Takeshka. Is- his food taste, I'm just so perplexed by it. His favorite food <laughs> is salt pasta. What the fuck? So what? Yeah, he, I heard so, that. So he gets fusilli pasta, puts puts the hot water in the pan, puts the salt in the pan, boils the pasta al dente, brings it out, and then puts more salt on it, and then eats it. And that is his favorite dinner. Innes, uh, do you need help? It's like How do people you... in prison have more nutritional value than Innes' diet. <laughs> yeah, because you were having the Pringles and, and he explained I, this to you. I, you're just bought, like, I bought ready salted Pringles to try and be nice. And then, because <laughs> I know that he doesn't like flavor. So, and I got there and he didn't even have one Pringle. Me and Joe Hendry at all the Pringles because and, and <laughs> salted Pringles are shit. They just taste like cardboard. So, very upset. Yeah. But and funny. also, we also found Joe out Henry's that... dog yes. seemed to be more in, invested in the Pringles than, than Ennis. Gromit, yeah. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I mean, let's talk about Ric Flair. Or, give me your thoughts, because I, I don't know your thoughts. Seeing all that loose skin, I was just like, oh, God. I how, can't imagine what's happening down there. How were you that he wore a top? <laughs> oh, my God. When he turned around... <laughs> First of all, I was like, oh my god, he's he's about to give a fuck you to Dark Side of the Ring and pull his like floppy cock out over here. I'm so glad he turned around with a shirt on yeah. and the belt. So Dude, he was so he couldn't even walk to the ring. He couldn't. He, he was couldn't. hobbling. He couldn't even get the belt off. It was Yeah. Uh, th- so the the scariest moment for me was or the scariest moment for me and San Joe was at the end when so he puts on the mm-hmm. figure 4 and he just sort of passes out well and then, and then the ref counts to three and then they get over and they try and wake him up and he's he's out man he's out for the count and his yeah. mouth is you know that way when people are really sick and their mouths yeah. are just wide open and he yeah. wasn't talking and his mouth was wide open and it was really scary if you watch us on on the twitch stream the three of us are just yeah we're thinking something bad's about to happen, or just has just happened, and then th- and then the, the the doctor or whatever gives him water, and he can't even drink the water, and we're going, "This is not good." Yeah. And then thankfully, he was okay. <sighs> but don't do that again, Ric Flair. Jeez. I mean, he better fucking not. Um, 
Ric Flair, man, uh, it was it was rough to watch that match. Uh, Andrade really had to carry that team. Um, technically, if you think about it, Ric Flair, uh, he he put the figure four on, and both their shoulders were counted down. So <laughs> it's kind of a a non finish there in his, <laughs> his final match. Uh, but we're okay with it, Rick. We're okay. If you're listening to this, it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just keep 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 doing you your thing. You know, where... like go retire. <laughs> Did you see the spot where Jarrett was going to put him up for the superplex in the corner? Oh my god! And he he was he said to Jay, Jay Lethal, he goes, "I can't do it." And Jay I can't Lethal move. Had yeah, to put yeah, him yeah, down yeah. And Just give him a give him a a, super, a normal suplex. I feel like and watching then... watching all his training videos, though, KG. He looked so uh-huh. much more competent in the training videos, and then also the fact that he had a foot injury. I think that played a big part into it because. Yeah. If you watch him when he goes when he's walking into the ring, he can barely walk because of his foot injury. And Meltzer was saying on his podcast today that the foot injury that Flair has, if a young wrestler, say Andrade or whatever, had that injury, they'd be out for a month. And that oh. Flair said that he was just going to take pills and get through the match. So seventy three fucked foot couldn't do anything. It it wasn't great. It wasn't. It you know. But this guy he got through it probably made a bit of money just don't do it again also why was he just talking about kid rock at the end he didn't thank anyone nothing he's like kid rock and i are gonna go party well he said apparently he said to andrade in the ring that he passed out so he passed out during the match and he can't remember half of it so he was he wasn't fully there 73 year olds should not be wrestling (laughs) yeah 100 percent um (laughs) There's also I watched the roast of Ric Flair. Uh, parts of that were did you fucking watch the whole hilarious. Thing? I did. It was so Oof. long, and I am um, parts I, of it were were really bad. I only lasted to but, the Tory, Tory Wilson, then I turned it off. Uh, it, some of the jokes were were like the the people roasting the comedians were funny. Like one of the guys came on. This is the funniest joke. One of the guys came on. He said, "I'm gonna keep my set short and sweet." Uh, I want to get back to the hotel before Jeff Hardy gets on the road. And, <laughs> and that fucking killed me. <laughs> it was such a fucking good joke. Um, but yeah, I, I the the some of the jokes were fucking great, but some of them were extremely problematic, Ali. Um, and oh, oh, we're coming up to 10 seconds. It's 20 seconds. Um so yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, okay, now all this pressure. But the 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 roast was it was all right. Just skip to the comedians when you when you don't recognize anyone. Uh, ten seconds. Uh, when you don't recognize anyone, just fucking like do your thing. You know, like it's it's. If you haven't watched just watch it, that. you need to watch it. You need to watch this. Match. Skip skip to the comedians. Skip to yes. only the comedians. Times up, bitches. I'm not going to lie, Ali. I'm going to let you in on something. Right. I accidentally closed the timer screen in the middle <laughs> while we were talking. So I don't know exactly how much time we've, we've um, roasted. So for. we've been podcasting for 33 minutes. <laughs> oh, that makes about... That, that's about right. Yeah, yeah about I think right. so, yeah. It seems about right, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I Yeah, so, you know, we, we decided to keep it short and sweet, especially because we had... The Ric Flair thing, the Ric Flair match, and then we had SummerSlam, 
and it's not been long since we've we've done the last episode so yeah uh we should have a lot more to talk about next week when raw smackdown AEW. your boy adam cole's coming back next week kj oh yeah next week or this week this week um on dynamite you've got daniel bryan back in the mix you've got chris jericho's building up for his title match against john moxley so AEW should be good um and then this statement raw fuck me man i am so staying up for it man i'm buzzing oh i can't fucking wait i'm gonna be off socials until i watch it tomorrow oh um but if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to you know support the original roast and the the roast masters um check out our patreon itrwrestling.com forward slash patreon we did the pot of thunder with finn I was just giving you some background Wait, music you, to, to talk about. The oh, I thought you were just going to play the roast. Just fucking <laughs> play the whole roast. Two, hour, two hours with Finley Martin covering people Halloween who don't, Havoc 1999. People who don't listen to the Pot of Thunder will be like, well, why? if it's a Pot of Thunder, why did you just play the Nitro music? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people who don't know Thunder, Ollie, have no idea what the Thunder music is. So we could just true. pretend like that's the Thunder music. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> and, the same song, yeah. And Finley Martin was on the podcast. It was it was a great time. I apologize to Finley Martin for what I said, um, but yeah, you know, kind of. Um, yeah, it was so, very uh, interesting. Martin, great because yeah, because it was very interesting. Because Finley Martin was actually at Halloween Havoc nineteen eighty nine. So yeah, he had so many insightful things that you don't really get on a normal review podcast, which is just people watching it and talking about it. Finley Martin was there. He was talking about what it was like, what the atmosphere was like in Vegas over the weekend, why he chose to go to that pay-per-view, how how he felt after it, what he what he gambled, he played Bacharach. No, he didn't play Bacharach. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it was it was it was very, very insightful and, and a very different take to most of the pay-per-views because, you know, as Ollie said, he was there. Uh we also have merch. Buy our merch, Wrestling Roast merch, merch. shop.itrwrestling.com. Uh our YouTube channels pop in, uh itrwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. Kenny was there uh, did tons of interviews. Um, yeah, we got know, the big one Debian with Triple H. Priest, Big E, Triple H, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Champa, Champa. One for Dan- one or Daniel Bryan is going up tonight. Uh, we've got Renee. We've got yeah, Paige. he was there. There's so many, so many interviews on that channel. So make sure yeah. you're subscribed. Uh, also our clips channel. Check out our clips channel. Um, follow us at Inside Underscore The Ropes on Twitter and Instagram, TikTok as well itrwrestling.com forward slash facebook and follow us on twitch.tv forward slash inside the ropes and remember itrwrestling.com is where this and all other itr podcasts are available say it with me jim ross kofi kingston jen louise paul Heyman, ricky starks bearcat lee finn lebatin jim Cornette, kenny mcintosh chris jericho and the guy who i hear hearing using it all the fucking time now taz <laughs> plethora of news oh my god that's a plethora of news is also now available just go to inside the ropes um our website itrwrestling.com uh inside the ropes magazine is also now available ships worldwide just go to inside the ropes magazine.com and order your copy today with jan maxley on this cover you're jan maxley uh, we also have tickets to our shows. Um, well, William Regal's all sold out, folks. 
But we do have Rob Van Dam, one of a kind. Uh, he's going to be appearing in, um, London I believe, and London and Cork. Yes. Tremendous London. artwork. Let me KG. get to it, Ollie. Tremendous artwork. Let me get to it. Tremendous artwork. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely really good feedback, whoever gave you any. Um, <laughs> fifth, fifth and 6th of October, 5th in London, and 6th in Cork. Get your tickets now before they're all sold out. Um, and uh, you can uh, you can also folly Ollie at Ollie also, and you can follow me at that KJ guy across all major social media platforms. And if you enjoy Ollie and I, I do recommend a very special podcast that Ollie and I did that is now available. Um, Ollie and I basically sat down with my buddy AZ and we figured out who the most entertaining slash best MCU character is in all of Marvel cinematic history. So we we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. So if you want to check that podcast out, it is called KJ and AZ's The Super Crazies, or AZ, as some was, of you like to call it. It was an absolute ride. There was, it was... There was so <laughs> many d- debate topics about who's better. And then... I almost <laughs> fucked myself because I made this impassioned speech about someone. Yeah. And then when it got to a certain point, that came back on me and I had to do another impassioned yeah. speech about someone else to try and get yeah. the guy I wanted through. It was so hard. <laughs> and, and then AZ forgets someone and and that was fucking hilarious because <laughs> we had to explain who that person was to her and, and then she had to change her mind about certain things. It was just... The whole the whole podcast had so many ups and downs and so many fucking like the your your nebula Scottish nebula fucking <laughs> ended me. That that to me is one of the funniest things I've ever heard on any podcast. So funnier yeah, than that, uh, funnier than uh, bread. Uh, I mean bread. Your your the pot of thunder stuff is up there. I can't I can't even say it. Here, For me, it goes well. choke me, but, daddy. Yeah. Bread and then nebula. <laughs> And the nebula, yeah, I would say I would say that's pretty accurate. Oh god. So yeah, the nebula thing is fucking great. So KJ and AZ's the super crazies on, on your podcast platforms. Uh if you want at KJAZ Crazies, that's the handle. Um check it out. The links are all there. You can you know, it's all on the link tree. You can find whichever podcast player you use, it'll it'll be there. So yeah. Uh, it's a it's a lot of fun and definitely definitely if you're a big Marvel fan, uh, it's it's so funny. Sixty four people on that bracket, Ollie. Sixty four. It so absolutely it was, it was flew by. Yeah, yeah. It's so I've I've heard the podcast back twice already, and I'm still laughing like an idiot. So <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, folks, that's it from us. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. And Ollie, for you, I love you, Ali. I love you. I love bye. you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Smack my ass like the drum. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.